0: Today, Democrats compare 9-11 to, of course, January 6th. A Texas teacher is fired for reportedly defending pedophiles, and a new study from Harvard reveals disturbing trends with COVID vaccines. But that's only for our Blaze TV subscribers, because, of course, YouTube will ban us. We've got all of that and more coming up, and it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. Happy Monday. Is it Monday? Yes, it's Monday. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, today joined by uh, my friend and host of The Chad Prather Show. Conveniently, his name is Chad Prather, which is nice that he hosts the show called Chad Prather. We thought
1: long and hard about a name <laughs> for a show. And it's like <laughs> profound.
0: Uh, also joined by, we, it's been a while, Jamie Kilstein. He is a comedian and host of. F up's guide to the universe is oh, the way that I can say that. Yes, but uh, it's been a while.
2: <laughs> I should have just gone with the name thing like you did instead <laughs> yeah. of having to be like, well, I can't say the name of it. There's a bleep in it. If you just Google my name, but don't Google too far for my name, and it's fine. Just <laughs> yeah. follow me on Twitter, everybody. Just do that. That's my name.
0: You know, you're like, well, the, it's it's the name of it is this, but but you just use the asterisks.
2: Yeah. Just do that. that,
0: that oh. uh, <laughs> all right, so we've got, we've got a, a lot to get into today. First, we want to thank uh, our friends over at uh, Healthy Cell. They've got a bunch of great supplements. To, they've got it for all sleep, focus, multivitamin, immune support. They taste great. Uh, my family loves them. We use them for everything. You can go to HealthyCell.com slash news. Use code news for 20% off of your order over at HealthyCell.com slash news. Um, I want to get into what happened, obviously, Yesterday, a very significant day in American history. Uh, It was September 11th, and what's it been? 21 years now since it happened, which in itself really makes me feel old. But more Mm. importantly than that, it's just so interesting to think about the concept that we have Adults who are that old, who just have absolutely no perspective, no reference point on how bad it can get and what happens when terrorists attack your country. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure we could sit here and and posit about how maybe that's why young adults are the way that they are in certain regards, because they've never had to feel that sort of thing happening and also not felt the unity that comes along with gathering, uh, you know, picking up the pieces together. But... I want to, and we can take it there if you guys want, if you guys want to, um, but I want to first play for you. Of course, a lot of Democrats are comparing 9-11 to January 6th because everything is January 6th now. January 6th is the worst thing that's ever happened uh, to America. And Democrat (coughs) Senator Mark Warner from Virginia appeared on CBS's Face the Nation yesterday on the day, September 11th, and compared 9-11 to January 6th. Watch.
1: In many ways, um, we defeated the terrorists because of the resilience of the American public, because of our intelligence community, and we are safer, better prepared. Um, The stunning thing to me is, here we are 20 years later, and the attack on the symbol of our democracy was not coming from terrorists, but it came from literally insurgents attacking the Capitol on January 6th. But I do worry about some of the activity in this country. where. The election deniers, the insurgency that took place on January 6th, that is something I hope we could see that same kind of unity of spirit. Mm. An insurgency. Uh Unarmed Mm
2: -hmm. insurgency. Well, they were armed with little mini American flags. Does that count? Well, it's time to invade West Virginia, I think, right? (laughs) I think we have to. It's so insane because I, when I come on, I, like I'm, I'm definitely more liberal than a, a lot of your guests. I'm sure. Yes. But, and, 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 and and always in my head, I come on the show and I'm like, I'm going to be a good example of liberalism. I'm going to bring the country together. And then I hear stuff like this, and I'm like, I am a conservative. <laughs> Let's go buy a gun and <laughs> slaughter some meat. Like it is. It's so crazy because you can say, look, was January sixth great? Know. Oh, no, Would I have gone no, right? Um, but where, where the left, it, it, they they just they fumble so much. Um, where it's like, hey man, January sixth wasn't good. Keep keep it at that, right? And then the audacity to compare <clears throat> it to something that was so tragic that we are still feeling the ramifications. I mean, God, we just pulled out of Afghanistan, mm-hmm. right? Like we are literally still feeling the ramifications from September 11th to compare that, it's just like, dude, this is why people are leaving the left. Mm. It's because of insanity like that.
1: Chad? Well, it's okay. Let's look at the name changes that are going on and the labeling and the thing that's going on in order to classify people on the right. Right. So Merrick Garland came out and said that people who go and their parents, they go to parents who go to school board meetings, they're domestic terrorists. If they go in, they're calling out their school boards. So there was that kind of language. And now you're an insurgent uh you, you have you've been called a domestic terrorist, you're MAGA Republicans, you're Trumpies. Um
2: I and, mean insurgents no, so still cooler than me getting called a snowflake, to yeah. be fair. I'd rather be called a it, It's a tough tup- yeah. it's a tougher, it's <laughs> very much it's yeah, a lot it's tougher. Bad. It's manly, yeah. 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 But they but they are trying to villainize
1: and uh make you an enemy with the vocabulary that they're using to call you these names. And so yeah, I mean like I remember where I was when I got the phone call that said you need to get in front of a TV right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, because this is going down in New York city. And I, and I got to the TV just in time to see the second plane hit the, the second tower. And, um, and then the, the events that unfolded that day, I mean, I literally had a, I had a three-year-old daughter and a one-year-old daughter and the TVs were out, you know, cause everything blacked out. And then I went in the kitchen and I was washing some dishes and I just broke. I mean, it just wept, you know, because of just feeling that. And I knew, that day and the next day, and, and just I can remember being I went to Home Depot to pick something up that next day, and I just remember this feeling in my soul that like America is now different. Yeah. Yeah. it's different. Yeah. And I, and again, I'm not talking about the people who want to talk about well the conspiracy theories and all. No, no, no. Let's just talk about what we yeah. felt yes. in that moment.
2: Mm-hmm. I'm so glad you said that. I yeah. love that you went to Home Depot. That's such a Chad Manley thing yeah. to do. I gotta go buy tools. <laughs> I had to go pick something uh, yeah. up. It was so, something. I, so I was in New York, um, and I love that you pointed out. You didn't say anything about divisiveness. You pointed out the unity Mm -hmm. where, because you could be like, oh, kids, they don't know the fear. or They don't know that. It's like, okay, maybe that too. But it was the unity where now, especially with social media, everything is about, I was thinking about this the other day. You remember our parents, they didn't tell anyone who they voted for. It was like, Clan. Yeah, I had no clue. Dude, yeah. it was clandestine. If you asked them, it was like an offensive <laughs> it was an thing offensive to thing. ask. Them. You yeah. close that curtain and they were did their patriotic button pushing and then that was it. Mm-hmm. And now, I mean, if, if 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 you vote a certain way, you could get fired, mm-hmm. which is so insanely undemocratic to me. And so, but the unity after that, it's Nobody was on the subway being like, "Hey, who do you vote for?" Right. It was literally we were. All, I remember being on the subway and looking at people. I don't. I don't remember races. I don't. Remember, I certainly didn't know like sexual orientations, whatever. And we would just like kind of like give these nods of like, "Hey, you good?" Mm-hmm. And it felt like any New Yorker would have done anything to help any other New Yorker, and it had nothing to do with politics. It had nothing to do with any of that. It was just for the first time, it's like, "Hey, we're all in this together." And man, have we lost that. And I don't know if the Democrats are just scared right now because they know Trump's a threat, so they're trying to use the same fear that they accused Republicans of using after 9-11, by the way, where they're trying to make people fear, but no one in 10, 21 years is going to be singing songs and holding memorials with pictures of the podium guy and being like, do you remember where you were? It's like, I only remember January 6th when some idiot politician is bringing it up like this.
0: Yeah, I mean, to that point, um, how, how do you how do we course correct when we have our own lawmakers, as I just you know, I just played Mark Warner. There are plenty more of them, by the way. But even, you know, Hillary Clinton uh, from the Clinton uh, dynasty, who's <laughs> on air talking about, uh, you know, talking about 9-11, but talking about having to deal, you know, the importance of having to deal with political extremism. And it's like, how do you how do you course correct when you have these people who would they would define themselves as very important to our country, right, to our country's status, and they're the ones who are doing the dividing. We just had Joe Biden just, what was it, two weeks ago? Last, end of last week? I don't. I can't remember days. But he went out, and he was the one who was basically demonizing and dehumanizing half the country. And then here we have, uh, I want to play, Hillary Clinton, uh, referencing, you know, the importance of dealing with all of this political extremism, watch. We have also, I think... Um been reminded um, about how important it is uh, to try to deal with extremism of any kind, uh, especially when it uses violence to try to achieve political and ideological uh, goals. So I'm one who thinks that uh, there are lessons still to be learned from what happened to us on 9-11 that we should be very aware of Uh, during this time in our country and the world's history. Now, I don't think it's a coincidence that she's saying these things at the same time that the leader of the free world is calling us MAGA extremists, right? MAGA, MAGA forces, he said uh, over the weekend, which I was like, well, if that isn't basically
2: insinuating that we're in a civil war now, I don't know what does. MAGA forces? Also, again, once again, MAGA forces, that's like dope merch. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Um, I like to think that you forgetting the day was showing solidarity with Joe Biden. And I was like, we're healing. We're bringing people together. Um, I think that one of the things we can do, and I think I said something like this on Glenn's show, but The left needs to start calling out the left, just like the right should start calling out the right. We are so used to just attacking the other side, no matter what the issue is, even if we disagree with it. Even if we're on Twitter, and I know we were talking about this before we went on the air, there are people on the left who see some of the stuff that the left now represents that are like, ah, I don't like that, but they're afraid to say something. Mm -hmm. If the left could call out the left, just like conservatives could call out conservatives, that's the answer. Because we should be saying, not you, we should be saying, those comparisons are insane, those comparisons are inaccurate. Like, what are you doing, man? Like, we used to get mad, again, when the right would use fear to, you know, get us into Iraq, and we were, Mm -hmm. you know, horrified at that. And now we're doing the exact same thing. To not be able to call out our own hypocrisy is when we start to get taken less seriously. And then, by the way, if there are extremists on the right, that's where y'all get to do it. Because that makes you look bad, you know? When you do get the neo-Nazi people who, like, find their way into January 6th, you guys want those people out. Just like good cops want bad cops out. It shouldn't be the left going defund the police. It should be, like, the good cops I know and that I do jujitsu with, they hate the bad cops more Mm -hmm. than we do. They should be allowed to speak up. And I think if we started... Just like you should try to better yourself before attacking other people, I think if we started calling out our teams with love, man, like, I don't think it's unpatriotic to question the government. That is patriotic, Mm -hmm. right? Just Mm -hmm. like you you get into fights with your family the most because you're the most frustrated, but you love them. Um, That's, I mean, that's my answer, I think. Yeah.
1: Hey, just last week, Chelsea Clinton was on one of the talking head programs called it the uh, she referred to it as the white nationalist insurrection. So they keep adding.
2: Don't make it. that one merge.
1: They, they, no, don't do that. <laughs> one. But, but she called it the white nationalist insurrection, which I thought was very telling. I mean, because uh-huh. if that's where your mindset is, uh-huh. and that's where you're going to keep pushing this narrative further and further. But I mean, why? Why doesn't she come out and call out some of her uh, you know, allies over at Weather Underground? Why does why does she call out BLM? Why does right. she call about those mostly peaceful protests? Yep. Why don't we talk about those extremists that are out there? And trust me, a lot of things have been done that are extreme yep. in the name of these so-called organizations. I
0: didn't hear Hillary Clinton come out and say that in the Summer of Love. No, and, and
1: literally the Weather Underground, that, that whole group, that, that's her people. Right, right. That's her crew, Right. Group. right. right. Wow. So, so yeah. let's associate that, Hill.
2: I mean, I remember <laughs> I... I, I uh... I actually, back in my like super progressive days, I interviewed Bill Ayers from uh, The Weather Underground. It was right when Sarah Palin was saying Obama was palin around with terrorists, and I just thought it would be funny. I had a segment with him <laughs> called "Palin Around with Bill. Of course you did that. <laughs> he just <laughs> come on the show and like, read poetry. <laughs> Look, it was a very weird phase of my life. We've all had them. Um, I, you know, Hearing you guys say this, I want to just sit here and make jokes with you guys because you're my friends, but I think something important is like, I've gotten to know you as people, right? And I know you're not hateful people, blah, blah, blah. I think we're so used to talking to people in the know that we forget. So, for example, if I didn't know you and, and, and I heard what you just said, to me, BLM, when I, when I hear the term Black Lives Matter, I don't know the people who run it. Mm. I've heard very bad things about them mm-hmm. that I, I'm sure are true, mm-hmm. right? Because any organization, I'm just like... Um, But when I, and I think a lot of just casual, casual liberals, casual for the people, casuals, right? Um, That's what we call like UFC fans who just know Conor McGregor, just filthy casuals. Um, (laughs) When they hear Black Lives Matter, I just think of the term Black Lives Matter. Like they matter, that's a very low bar saying Mm -hmm. like, hey, we matter, right? Mm -hmm. And I go, oh, that's that's a fair ask to say, not we're superior, not Wakanda forever, like we just matter, like if, if we're dying, help us. And so then what happens is, th- that that's, that's how I think of it. Then someone hears you just in passing on a sound clip, something on Twitter, look what this guy said. Just, oh, BOM's just as bad as blank. They're extremists. And they go, well, I just think of like my black friend who wears a Black Lives Matter shirt, and he's not that institution, and he's not. And so I think that the biggest problem is that we don't talk to each other. And if we talk to each other, we could be like, oh, you're criticizing the institution, you're not racist, you don't hate black people, and then you can go, oh, you don't support that institution, but you just want equal rights for black people? And I go, yeah, of course, Like Mm -hmm. that's exactly what I want. But because we don't talk to each other, we just naturally assume the worst of the other side, and the majority of people, they're not on Twitter, they're with their families, they're living good lives, they're moderate liberals, they're moderate conservatives, they tune into this show because it's fun. they're not there on January 6th. They're not at Antifa protests. The left thinks that, you know, the Antifa people are ridiculous. A lot of people on the right think the January 6th thing was whatever. Um, and I think that's the problem is we just don't communicate yeah. with each other. And I don't hate black people, for the record. I hate all people. All people. <laughs> Guys, all people. That's not as catchy. Uh, um,
0: all right. We, uh, there's so much I can say there, but we got to take a quick break. First, we want to thank our sponsor, My Patriot Supply. Um, look, when you have the president of the United States telling you there are going to be food shortages, you should probably take that seriously because that's not really good PR for him to be actually telling you. Uh, and it's going to... it It's gonna get bad, all right? So you gotta make sure that you are prepared and um, My Patriot Supply is the way to do it. They've got a really, really awesome three month food kit uh, that is $250 off right now. You'll get breakfast, lunch, dinners, drinks, snacks, ensuring over 2,000 calories a day for proper energy. So just make sure that you are prepared because you don't want to be, look, Worst case that happens, you got some food that lasts for like 25 years and uh, it's there when you need it. You don't want to be left without it. Don't wait until it's too late. You can go to preparewithnews.com. It's going to ship fast and free in unmarked boxes so your neighbors aren't coming over at the apocalypse expecting you to share. Preparewithnews.com. On Friday, Amber Parker, who taught English at Franklin High School in El Paso, was fired. This is El Paso, Texas, of course. So here in Texas, a clip from a TikTok video showed her apparently defending pedophiles to her students. So we know she's a very upstanding individual and definitely should be around children and not like 500 feet from anyone's schools. Uh, here were her remarks. Watch.
2: What? Stop it.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, no We're not going to call them that. We're going to call them MAPs. No. Minor Attractive Persons. No. So don't judge people just because
1: they
0: want to have sex with a five-year-old. Mm. Oh, nothing to see here.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nothing to see here.
0: Not like what we've been saying was going to happen, which was like they're clearly doing this to promote, they want to change pedophile to MAP because they want to promote empathy towards these people who are trying to have sex with your
2: children. Well, look, as a lifelong conservative, I just want to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Let me go back to your point, though. Let me go back (laughs) to your point. See now. Back to your
1: point with the BLM thing, and if I, let's apply it now to this. So yeah. if I say to somebody else, like, you know what? These people are sick in the head. I mean, these wanna, they want to have these family-friendly drag shows. They want to keep dragging kids out there and doing all this kind of stuff. And, they, and people are like, well, you, you go to Vegas and they do all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah, again, we're talking about protecting children. I don't care what you do as an adult. Mm-hmm. You know? But you say this stuff, people say, why, you're just must be a transphobe. And I'm like, no, I'm, I'm not any of those things. Right. We're just trying to protect children.
2: Right. Yeah, and by the way, what they're doing by saying that to you when you're talking about this is they're actually making trans people less safe because what the left is telling you then is all trans people. Want to defend pedophiles and our groomers and whatever, uh, that's which is right. not true. Yeah. That's right? exactly right. I, I have trans friends who are just comedians and they just want to hang out and get drunk with their friends. Right. Um, they, they, they want nothing to do with kids. They're horrified by this kind of behavior. So the left is accidentally putting themselves in this horrible box, where it's like, yeah, the majority of LGBT people don't want this stuff. So then we should be the loudest. And condemning not, to mention,
1: not to mention the fact that people that are drag are not trans. Right, Right. That's two different communities of people. In fact, you go to the Pride Parade in West Hollywood, the trans people don't want the drag people in the parade because they think it's an affront to who they are as their identity. It's a mockery of it in their mind. That was so progressive (laughs) of you, But wait,
0: but what if, but I'm a woman and I don't want the trans
2: people-
1: To to do that for you. To do that for me. To objectify you. Yeah. Yeah,
2: Do I get a a place at that table? No, you don't.
1: No, you're, you're cis. So it doesn't work. But there
2: was all sorts of infighting, though. I remember when, like, there were, like, gay dudes on the subway who would grab uh, girls and just be, like, just strangers. Sexually assault them. And just be like, haha, we're gay, it's okay. And then, no. yeah, I mean, it was, ju- it was just, like, friendly, drunk, whatever. Yeah. But they're like, well, if I'm not sexually attracted to you. Good. It
0: doesn't matter. Right,
2: and it's like, again, this should be so simple. Yeah. Like, the left should see this and just be like, Gross, yeah. no, like it's not L-G-B-T-P, like we're not throwing pedophiles on there, but then- they're they trying want to. Well, again, <laughs> the- That's incre- like- the reason they're doing right. maps, they're I, gonna right. add an M on I, I don't know anybody like that, you know what I mean? Well, where,
0: because we, we so we cover these stories, I, I don't mean to get animated towards you. No, I'm no, just, no. Uh, the, we cover these stories way more than you would feel comfortable knowing, totally. so it's like, well, if you don't know anyone, uh, anyone who would say that right? Where are they coming from?
2: Yeah? Well, so one you can always I'm the closest to a lesbian here So like uh, you're allowed <laughs> to do that, but also, you know, I, I To me all of these stories should be condemned and my thought is just like when the left sees racism on the right and uh, You guys would all be like can they stop calling all conservatives racist, which is horrible My hope is that it's the same. It's just like you can pick out, here's a Republican being racist. Here's a cop being uh, uh, violent. Here's this, that. It's, yeah, here's someone being uh, a groomer. Right. But that is not representative of the LGBT community. And again, you guys, me, we should all hope that. Mm -hmm. We should all hope that. The LGBT community condemns this, just like we should all hope that bad cops get kicked off the force instead of defunding the police. It's like, no, train them better. Um, We should all want these things, but we're so used to, once we see a bad actor on one side, going, all of them are bad. And I don't think... That's true.
0: So I wanna I wanna in, in this same vein, I wanna throw in here one more because we're talking about uh, all of these these crazies who want to promote these things for your children. Uh, can and, I just say yeah, sure. where
2: you're totally right is the left should be ostracized or punished. Uh, or criticized for not widely screaming yeah, and calling not. this stuff out when it happens. They're not. And I think it's not because we're predators, it's because we're cowards. Mm. And because they sit there on Twitter and they go, well, I don't want to be called a transphobe. But they don't chances, get canceled. Yes, right. but chances right. are if they did say something, the majority of people on the left will be like, oh my God, we can stop defending yeah. these track shows? Like yeah. I don't want to defend that in the first right. place. So they're just, they're cowards, which is also like... Terrible. Right, it's like, which is worse? If our children are in jeopardy, yeah. then like, speak up, dude. Right. Well, so, I
0: mean, so speaking of our children being in jeopardy, uh, I want to play for you guys a, a TikTok. This is a Miami surgeon, Dr. Gallagher, who is promoting, she's t- using TikTok to, of course, who uses TikTok? Do you use TikTok or do children use
2: TikTok? Do young adults use TikTok? I refuse you, to use TikTok. Well... Maybe TikTok's the problem.
0: That, you know what? TikTok being Maybe eliminated. Yeah, that so was TikTok, something that, that when Donald Trump said they were going to try to get rid of TikTok, I was like, that actually would make society a much better place. <laughs> um, but she is uh, advertising the gender-affirming surgeries that she performs to all of these adolescents on TikTok. Let's watch some of that. All right, so it says, is it possible for AFAB folks to keep their anatomy and get a uh, plastic surgery? And uh, she's saying that, uh, you know, if you need to stand to pee, is needed. Usually the vagina needs to be removed. If the vagina is removed, the uterus needs to come out also. But don't worry. She can, uh, she can do all of those things for you. This is the one, I believe this is the same one who calls, yeah, look at that, guys. These, these I, I can't get over it. These pictures infuriate the crap out of me that it is, this is supposed to be beautiful. We're supposed to find this beautiful. This is a double mastectomy. So they chopped off a woman's, a young girl's perfectly fine breasts. Because she is needs mental help is basically what we're doing, um, and you can't come back from that. I don't know if you guys notice when you chop off. Uh,
2: if I it, ain't chopping nothing. If you off chop me. off
0: your genitals, Chad, you could. Are they are they going to reattach it later? Don't no. say.
2: Don't say you're going to make him go to Home Depot again if you say that. Yeah, is yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: But I mean, she is. I think this is the same one who said, who calls it yeeting the teat, I believe. So this is. I mean, this is what they are doing. This and it's again, Jamie. To I your know, point, I it's know. like. Why the hell are we the only ones calling this out why for being people sick and police- demented?
1: Here's my thing. It's and yeah. I've said this on my show many, many times. You and I have discussed it, Sarah. Why aren't we why don't we have people policing their own community? It's right. best you know it Cops should be calling out cops, and they do, but they yep. should be weeding those out. If, if, if there's an OBGYN somewhere out there raping women, then you know what? The OBGYN community ought to come after right. that doctor. Yep. Um, you know, if you're in a, this community, that community, police your own community yes. and bring this stuff back because it shouldn't have to be the people who are opposed to you politically or culturally, philosophically, to be the ones who have to call this thing out. That's why it's like we're at each other's throats on this thing when it's like, no. You know, if, some, like, you made a great point, Jamie. If somebody in my family, I, I mean, we can fight and still love each other. Yep. Like, I can talk to you. I can say things to you that nobody else better say to you, mm-hmm. right? So we're, uh, we're making it so that the people outside of the family, yep. whatever your family may be, your community, have to speak into it because you're not self-correcting. Yeah.
2: yeah. That's yeah. a great point, man. And I, I, I think people treat social media like it's a video game. Yes. Where they don't look at that picture usually look at that picture and your heart should break. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so then you get all these emotions and you're angry and you go, all right, I'm just going to go after the other side. And then you go after the other side. And then the other side doesn't listen to what you're saying. And they go, okay, well now we're going to attack them. And I guess they're transphobic. And then everyone starts throwing talking points at each other and no one's actually listening. No one's helping that person, by the mm-hmm. way, we're just right. fighting about that person. And that person's just gone. We don't know their name. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I, 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 I feel like if we, you're right, I mean, the, that's the biggest thing, and I said that earlier today, I think I said that on Glenn's show, was, we agree, we all agree, is that we need to police our own, and and just show compassion, and, and just remember, like, Twitter, it's real people's lives, mm-hmm. period. And also, it's not real life. It is both real people's lives you're affecting, and it's not real life, because when you go outside, when you go to jujitsu, when you go to Home Depot, when you're watching the game with your friends, No no one knows the ins and outs of Twitter drama and hashtags and banning. No one knows if you're banned from Twitter. Like, real life doesn't care, man. They're just trying to, like, get by... Live a good life. Take care of their family.
0: Yeah. Um, All right. We've got to uh, we got to take a quick break. But if you are watching on YouTube, just a reminder, you're going to have to go over to Blaze TV probably for this next next segment. (laughs) As uh, we're talking about some new research on COVID vaccines that are I don't know kind of important for all of the millions and millions of people who took it. Bye, everybody. Uh, Yeah. But uh, YouTube overlords do not want us to give that information to you. So make sure that you go over to Blaze TV Uh, first. We want to thank our sponsor, Bank on Yourself. So Do you really, ask yourself a question, do you really control your retirement money? If you've got a 401k or an IRA or a similar retirement plan, ah, the government actually controls it, not you. Bank on Yourself is a better way to grow and protect your hard-earned money. This is a retirement plan alternative that has never had a losing year in over 160 years. I'd call that quite the track record. You will get access to your money for any purpose with no questions asked and without government penalties or restrictions on how much income you can take or when you can take it. You cannot do that Mm -hmm. with a 401k or an IRA. The rules are ridiculous. Not so with Bank on Yourself. Uh, you might be wondering, how can all of this happen? How can we do this? Well, you need to contact Bank on Yourself. You can get a free report with all the details on how the Bank on Yourself strategy adds guarantees, predictability, and control to your financial plan. Don't wait until it's too late in this economy, especially. You can go to bankonyourself.com matters. That is bankonyourself.com matters. Last week, uh, Karine Jean-Pierre, who KJP. was just amazing at her job, mm-hmm. not at all an example of how affirmative action has been a complete and total disaster. Uh, she was asked why she keeps referring to the new booster shots that were, by the way, tested on eight mice. Yes, just eight. No actual humans, just the eight mice. Uh, why she kept referring to the new booster shots that were tested on these mice as, quote, updated vaccines as opposed to another booster shot. Interesting answer here, watch. You've been referring to this new shot as the updated COVID-19 vaccine. Can you explain a little bit more the decision to no longer be calling it just a booster?
1: well we if we have to remember we haven't seen a a vaccine a new vaccine since december uh, 2020 uh, our health and medical experts made an independent determination that we now have new updated vaccine as you just said to fight covid it is the first time that we have seen this type of up- updated vaccine like i said since december of 2020 yeah, did and, if say you, that. and mm-hmm. the message to folks that we are, we're we we are providing is if you're 12 or older and it's been at least 2 months since you last got a shot, you should get
0: these new updated but vaccines right away. That's a but if the other shot is involved in your explanation like feel like that should just be a booster. I don't know, I guess that part doesn't matter because a team of nine experts from Harvard, Johns Hopkins and other top universities published a new study that concluded COVID-19 booster mandates for young people may cause 18 to 98 serious adverse events for each COVID-19 infection related hospitalization theoretically prevented.
2: Those are more doctors than mice.
0: Yeah, that's a great point. Um, so these include up to three times as many booster-associated myocarditis in young men than hospitalizations, hospitalizations prevented, as many as 3,234 cases of other side effects so serious that they interfere with normal daily activities. So they estimated uh, that between 20, 22,000 and 30,000 previously uninfected young adults would need to be boosted with an mRNA. MRNA vaccine to prevent just a single hospitalization, so.
1: Hey, unvaccinated guys. sperm is a new Bitcoin. I'm just telling you, you heard it right here. <laughs> like,
0: I'm tru- getting a vasectomy truly, reversed, I'm going joke. on the market. It's a joke, but it's not. It's true. It's a no, joke, no, it's true, It's, it's not. Gonna,
1: unfortunately it's gonna be true.
0: I mean, I cannot tell you at the very, Mm, it makes me mad. Does it ever make you mad to be right? Like, it makes me mad that I was right this whole time because I, the whole time, March of 2020, I'm like, guys, the cure is going to be worse than the disease. The the shutdowns, the shutdown of schools, all of the government mandates, all, all of this is going to be worse than the actual virus. And here we are, oh, in hindsight, oh, maybe you shouldn't have taken that jab.
1: I keep saying the CDC, by every new statement that comes out, they need an asterisk that goes down to a footnote that says Chad Prather said this in
2: in April of 2020. Yeah, Uh. it makes,
0: I mean, I feel vindicated, but I'm so mad because I'm like, I said this, and now it's all coming to light.
2: Look, I I got the vaccine for the reason that I think the majority of people did, which is because I didn't want my family to be mad at me. And (laughs) I got it. And then I hear stories like this. Mm -hmm. You know, I I, I wrote a piece about this when it was not popular, because that's my MO, which is I was like, yo, I got it. But also for people, especially on the left, to attack people on the right who are just suspicious of it, is insane. I mean, I spent my entire career on the left criticizing the pharmaceutical companies, Mm -hmm. not Mm -hmm. trusting the pharmaceutical Mm -hmm. companies, criticizing the government, Mm -hmm. not trusting the government. And suddenly, you know, talk about, I think the word grifter is so misused, but usually it's just used for someone who changes their mind. But suddenly, within the second the pharmaceutical companies say to go, all of us just go, are supposed to be like, yeah, oh, Pfizer, Mm -hmm. Pfizer. Like, dude, we've been criticizing them for decades because they are not trustworthy. And so, yeah, now when I see this stuff, I'm like, you know, I got it. It's too late. I'm not getting any more. Right. Like, I, 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 my, my, my career in vaccinations is done. I think I had like two or something. At um, like just the, like some CVS employee, I was like, this doesn't seem good. Um, and uh, wait, not
0: even like the the pharmacist, just just a random employee. It was just the cashier. You're yeah. at the main. They had you do the self
2: uh, <laughs> yeah, checkout. Just yeah. a little needle comes yeah, up. Yeah. And the thing. Well, it's basically like getting a barcode. But yeah, I mean, that's yeah. so scary, man. I mean, we sh- look. I always want to be on the side of one of the things when I was super lefty under the Bush administration is I did consider liberals the party that would question authority, right? Mm -hmm. Like, we're questioning should we be going into Iraq? Were they the ones that attacked us on 9-11? No. We're, you know, we were the free speech people, right? People who said it was unpatriotic to question the war. No, you have to talk about it. That is patriotic to question Mm -hmm. the war. Um, And now, it's completely reversed. And that's a great point. And and for the exact same reasons, fear. It was fear of terrorists and now it's fear of this disease, the exact same thing, and-, and that's a great conversation to
1: have with anybody that's old enough to remember who mm-hmm. considers themselves on the left. Say, did you question the we- weapons of mass destruction? Did you question the Bush administration going into yeah. Iraq? Did you question this? This? And this? Were you still and scared by the way? And they, and they were like, and it's like they're going to say yes if they're honest. They're going to say yes. We we fought against that. We accused that. Or, you know, we said those things. And we were critical of it the whole time. But now you flip flop in the same philosophy. You're diametrically opposed to that philosophy and mindset yeah. now when
2: it comes to this stuff. Yeah, man, I mean, everyone listening to this, it's like, be authentic, ask questions, don't be afraid to change your mind, have principles instead of parties, which means if the conservatives suddenly do something that you disagree with, or you were cool with it, when you know, it, like, uh, for me, I got in trouble for criticizing drone strikes under Obama. And it's like, guys, I did mm-hmm. that under Bush. Mm-hmm. I'll do it mm-hmm. under Trump. I'll do it under Biden. Mm-hmm. It's like, have principles right. and i think now it's just people just care about their teams. Yeah,
0: i yeah. i think it's it's a great point and i think it's just to hammer it uh, even further when you talk about the left previously being against big pharma and you know crony capitalism type things like what what is more uh representative of that than the government creating this public private partnership with big pharma and buying up all of these doses of this vaccine oh no
1: joe biden we beat pharma
0: (laughs) yeah i'm like (laughs) you lined their pockets with our taxpayer money what are you talking about and it's like is is no one no one is i've been talking about this i feel like i'm beating a dead horse but i've been talking about this like guys you guys aren't concerned with the fact that, I mean, right or left, with the fact that the government is now using your taxpayer money to buy up all of these doses? How many of them did they have to throw away because no one wanted them anymore? Well, I'm glad And they're you,
2: still going to. I'm glad you said right or left because it is insane and shows how unhealthy we are as a country that this even was a political issue, yep. ever. Yep. It's like you yep. have a global pandemic. How about you get people, the best people in the world from any side talk about what we should do? How about you have more conservatives talking about, I mean, the fact that it was so funny because I'm a jujitsu guy, I hang out with a lot of athletes, a lot of gyms were shut down, and suddenly Mm -hmm. it's like, is Donald Trump the only one talking about going to get sun and going to the gym? Like, it was like liberals suddenly, we weren't allowed to talk about being healthy. We weren't allowed to talk about eating right. We weren't allowed to talk about going outside. And I'm like, dude, I I, I was a liberal hippie. All I did was go outside and like, Mm You signed your butthole, didn't you? <laughs> Look, man, you do crazy things at a fish show, and yeah. then it gets. You tell your friend in confidence, yeah. and yes, <laughs> burned my man. butthole. Burning man's gotten all of us, right?
0: <laughs> well, don't worry. Uh, Joe Biden has said this this latest Omicron vaccine. Well, that's going to be the last one that the government buys up. So don't worry, and we of course can trust Joe Biden because he's got. He's got his stuff to get. God, in he's today.
2: like the toxic ex. Just one more night, baby. Yeah, Just yeah, one more. Yeah. Don't this, worry, this don't worry. It. And it's then that's all it. Uh, yeah. we're done. And you're suddenly pregnant and married to him for the next <laughs> It's awful. All right.
0: With that being said, we're going to take one a break. More
2: night. We'll be right back.
0: <laughs> like I mean, I, I think it's bonkers that I have to like Czar Kamal Harris, you may be wondering what is going on at the border. Well, don't worry, because she has spoken and she told uh, NBC's Chuck Todd over the weekend that the border is secure.
2: Watch. We're going to have two million people cross this border for the first time ever. You're confident this border is (laughs) secure?
0: We have a secure border in that Mm -hmm. that is a priority for any nation, including ours and our administration. Mm. But there are still a lot of problems that we are trying to fix given the deterioration that happened over the last four years. We also have to put in place a a law and a plan for a pathway for citizenship for the millions of people who are here and are prepared to do what is legally required to gain (laughs) citizenship. She is so bad at this. How was she a lawyer?
2: She's not good at lying. She's horrible.
0: How was she? You literally can see the wheels turning in her brain trying to figure out what word she's going to choose next.
2: Maybe it's because I just made a dating analogy, but when I was watching that, it literally looked like like a 19-year-old guy who was just busted cheating. <laughs> and he's like, baby, no, 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 no. Like, this border's secure. I love you. She's, uh, like, it just... I feel like she's,
0: She every time she speaks, she is uh, a teenager giving a book report on a book that they didn't read.
2: Right. <laughs> like,
0: she's just literally, ma- she has no idea what word she's going to go to next until the very moment that it There's comes out of her mouth. There's an old
2: man, and he's wait
0: at sea, <laughs> Yeah, and, like, uh, I, it, oh, it's so bad. And if the border is secure, please tell me why we have uh, the D.C. mayor and the New York mayor complaining... That Now Texas is busing illegal immigrants into their cities, and they've got such an overflow, such an influx, that they don't have the capacity to handle them. What? How is
2: that happening if the border is secure? Well, can I also stick up for liberals a little bit in no. the sense that—no, no, no, no <laughs> wait, wait, you'll agree with me—is that uh, just like we used to criticize pharmaceuticals, uh, pharmaceutical companies, w- we hated Kamala Harris and Joe Biden. <laughs> None of my friends liked them. Yeah, yeah. We were, I mean, it was because I was like a Bernie guy, but like no one— no yes. one ever liked okay, her or What Trista, percentage
0: did she get? I, like I, she was the
2: first one out of the primaries. I, I, Nobody yeah. liked her. Stood up and cheered when Tulsi went at her during the debates. It yeah. was she,
1: she's another. She's another example of affirmative action, mm-hmm. right? Well, she now should, everyone has
2: to pretend. She should
1: never have been where she's at. I mean, there's just. I mean, let's just be honest. She should have
2: never been. She's never been smart. She should have never been where she's at. No, and and, and by the way, there are plenty of women of color who would be good she's not one of them but, but again, isn't it
0: sad that they've but, reduced it to that but right.
2: I mean the fact that those were the criteria we're right. gonna find a female of color
1: yeah
0: exactly exactly that's when you know you're doomed uh, same thing with the uh, the press secretary
1: but but the logic that she's trying to use there is we've got to come up with a losses so of the people who are already here if, if you have if you have people move let's just say strangers move into your house mm-hmm. you're living there you could stay there they come in and they're like eh we're going to live here too. Right. He's like, well, you know what we need to do? We need to come up with a way to to make sure that they're comfortable and they're just going to be a part. We'll assimilate them right Right. into the house. That's not a very Burning Man attitude.
0: Yeah, it's
1: like, at some point they are going to be like, I don't want you in my house. I love that she, you're not here, you can come the right way.
0: Well, I love that she said, who are willing to do what's legally required. It's like, well, no, they weren't. I mean, I'm sure conveniently they would love to get amnesty from you, and they were willing to sign whatever paperwork they need to sign. But if they were willing to do what was legally required to come here, then they wouldn't be here illegally.
2: Yeah, I, I, I think when talking about it, The when I start to get, um, when my little radar, my little lefty radar goes off, is I, I think there's a difference between the criminals, right, and the people who come over from desperation, and I think like lumping them into one group, is they're great. all criminals just by for way coming of... over, right? Sure, but I mean like the people who come over here to with nefarious intentions. Yes, of exactly. Course. Right, like the drug dealers, the gangs, et cetera, et cetera, where. That doesn't mean that if you come over and you're like, I have a sad story, and they're like, all right, you, get on in here. I'm not saying that means let them in. Mm-hmm. But I think when thinking about possible solutions, which, by the way, I don't have an answer for. I think when thinking about solutions, having that compassion to be like, man, there are gang, Yeah, just what you said, Chad, There are gangs. There are people who come over with nefarious intentions. And then there is a family. That was so desperate, like if your family was so desperate, if your where you lived was so corrupt, if you were so poor and you hear this story of this shining light of a country that you're going to risk your family's life to bring them over here. I'm not saying that means let them in. I'm not saying that Americans should suffer. There also is a process for that. Yeah. That's not illegally crossing into the country. Right. And so, that's where I get
1: stuck. Right. Right. right where, because hey, your compassion takes yeah, over. And we understand yeah. that. I, I get that. And and again, I don't know any conservative out there that doesn't have that compassion. Right, now, right. we're accused of not having it yeah. because we get, make these blanket statements and say, you know, look, we had 84 nationalities, you know, you know, 130 nationalities that were apprehended at the mm-hmm. southern border mm-hmm. last year.
2: Melting pot.
1: Those aren't <laughs> right. coming from south of us. Right. Yeah. So we just had, you know, three Chinese nationals arrested three weeks right. ago. Right. So this is the compassion is one thing. But at some point in time, common sense has got to take over too, and the exactly. rule of law has got to express. Go ahead. I was just going to say. I mean, sure, there needs to be reform when it comes to the path to citizenship. There right. needs to be that. Right. My God, yeah. we're nowhere near it right yeah. now. Yeah,
0: I and I know we we we've got to take a break, but I think that's that's the that was that's, great that's point my there. mentality is yeah. like. I, I have compassion for people, but logically speaking, I know we can't. Like our country cannot continue just bringing everyone in right. and expecting to just still be that light, you know, that shining uh, example of a, a city. I mean, it's, it's going to crumble. But what, our, what if we traded
2: some of like those Democratic politicians for uh, uh, the the good families? You know what? I'm a, willing to
0: talk. I'm what, willing. I'm willing. We'll to do barter. three
2: families, and you guys have Biden.
0: <laughs> okay, let's talk. <laughs> we got to take a break. We'll be back. Well, congratulations to Brian Stelter. He uh, landed a fellowship at Harvard. He will be joining the Shorenstein Center on Media Politics and Public Policy at Harvard's Kennedy School this fall. And uh, Stelter will convene a series of discussions about threats to democracy and the range of potential responses from the news media. And some of these discussions will be live-streamed so you can believe. We will be bringing you the wonderful tidbits that you don't want to That's miss. That's going
1: to be a treasure trove mm-hmm.
0: of mm-hmm. entertainment. <laughs>
1: I feel like focusing you know, the world on... the reliable sources. I feel like
0: focusing on the threats to democracy was is the reason why he was landed out of a job. Right. But I guess we'll see. Um, all right, I, we could spend time talking about this, but I also, Jamie, I want you to be able, we've got like 30 seconds, tell mm-hmm. everyone where they can find you.
2: Yeah, so I've actually been having so much fun talking to conservatives. You guys are way funnier than my old friends. So <laughs> I would say, I, mean, I do stand up. I'm on touring, I'll be in Syracuse and Vegas and Houston and Austin. Um, you can go to jamiehilstein.com uh, slash tour. I have a podcast, which you can find there. I can't say the name on the show, because yeah, it's cursing. We've it's got like to sky yeah. <laughs> To uh, the universe. We Let's gotta go. go. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.